Welcome to the Live Shoot Podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 15 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as my throw-in sports story or something else going on in the local news. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, our president, he is at it again. Uh, he has issued a new executive order, and I'm just going to run through this ex- executive order. But first, I'm going to start with some of his comments that he made and it's it's just I will miss when he's not president and listening to him get on the mic. It is always entertaining at at least, but it is it's disheartening that we have such a bumbling I don't know fool's the right word, but as our president. So this is his words about the executive order. So I'm just going to read some of them. This is from the transcript. I would play the audio, but I thought I'd just read the transcript a little bit. First, this executive order helps keep firearms out of dangerous hands as I continue to call on Congress to require background checks for all firearms. And in the meantime, my executive order directs my attorney general to take every lawful action possible, possible to move us as close as we can to universal background Universal background checks without new legislation. So again, here it is. This is a key thing. They are doing everything they can to avoid Congress, whatever they can do to not have to write new laws because they know they can't get them passed, but they're trying to use their executive powers. The executive order expands public awareness campaigns about red flag orders, the laws, which my son tearing at heartstrings again when he, before he died, Attorney General Delaware was a great proponent of and in, and and instituted it. The second thing this executive door, the second thing it does, the executive order ramps up our efforts to hold the gun industry accountable. It's the only outfit you can't sue these days. I think this is his first lie in this one. It does that by calling out for an independent government study that analyzes and exposes how gun manufacturers aggressively market firearms to civilians, especially minors, including by using military image. It, and it directs the Attorney General to publicly release publicly publicly public release publicly release alcohol tobacco and firearms inspection reports of firearm dealers who were cited for violations of the law and that that way policymakers can strengthen laws to crack down on these illegal gun dealers and the public can avoid purchasing from them and then he says and i am determined once again to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines i led the fight in to ban them in 1994 in the Ten years that law was in place, mass shootings went down. Our Republican friends let it expire, and it, and ten years later, and mass shootings tripled, since then, tripled. So, let's finish the job. Ban assault weapons. Ban them again. Do it now. Enough. Do something. Then he ends in scripture. Folks, let these, let me close with his, this scripture. It says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. A lot of us have been there. So, Again, first off, his comment about the assault weapon ban, 1994, laws, mass shootings tripled. is just a lie. He's used this before. There was a Department of Justice, National Institute of, the Department of Justice's National Institute of Justice that released a report in, in 2004 as the assault bans was coming to an end. And the information that study dovetails perfectly with the, an observation in as much as the NIG researchers, researchers could not credit the assault weapons ban with any of the reductions in crime or shooting, which were sporadically reported elsewhere. The NIG report says, we cannot clearly credit the ban with any of the nation's recent drop in violence. And indeed, there has been no discernible reduction in the lethality and injurious 
injuriousness of gun violence. The, in- the NIG report continued, the ban's effect on gun violence are likely to be small at best and perhaps too small for relevant, reliable measure. So he continues to spout that. It's a, it's a lie. It's just misinformation, as they like to say. What is some of the points in the executive order? Let's go through them. So in the executive order, it directs the president's cabinet to, one, increase the number of background checks by ensuring that all background checks required by law are conducted before firearm purchases, moving the U.S. as close to universal background checks as possible without additional legislation. One, executive order, some of this is now what it's going to do is it's going to go to the ATF and they're going to have to figure out a way to implement this. So I don't know what they're going to do without writing new laws, banning the sale of private, private sale of, of firearms, improve public awareness and increase appropriate use of extreme risk protection orders and safe storage of firearms. So we've got many means of protection orders out there already. Most of them proved to be ineffective, but we continue to bang this drum that this is going to solve our problems. Address the loss of theft of firearms during shipping. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms data indicates that over 150%, over an over 250% increase in the number of firearms reported as lost or stolen during shipment between federally licensed firearm dealers from roughly 1,700 in 2018 to more than 1,600 in 2022. President Biden is directly is directing the Secretary of Transportation and that's our wonderful Pete Buttigieg. He's he's on the job. No need to worry. In consultation with the Department of Justice to work to reduce the loss of theft of firearms during shipment and to improve reporting of such losses or thefts, including by engaging with carriers and shippers. I don't know. I have not heard this. I've not experienced loss of firearms. I think I've had one in in the 15 years I've done it. I've had one loss. 1,700 to 6,100 in 2022. You also have to understand there's been a spike in the number of firearm sales during that period because of the Biden administration. I don't know, you know, what the, how those relate to the, you know, what percentage increase and What's been the result of these firearms being lost? Are they, are they showing up in crime scenes? What, what is, why? I mean, again, What's 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 the impact? The executive order directs the president's cabinet to provide the public and policymakers with information regarding federally licensed firearm dealers who are violating the law. Gun dealers violating the federal law put us all at risk by increasing likelihood that firearms will fall into dangerous hands. So he's coming after the FFLs, going to go after them for minor violations. That's where this is heading. The budget that they just released doubles the budget of the ATF. So just like they were going to put 87,000 IRS agents out there, they're doubling the number of agents. And those agents are coming after the legal and lawful FFLs. I'll probably be on their radar, one, because of this podcast, two, because I'm a home dealer and for minor violations and taking those taking away our license. And then if you can't buy firearms, you don't need to ban them. You just keep it where people can't get them. The U.S. Department of Defense acquisition of firearms to f- use the Department of Defense acquisition of firearms to further firearm and public safety practices. I'm not sure what all this is about. It says the Department of Defense buys a large number of firearms and other weapons to protect and serve our country. The president is directing the Secretary of Defense to develop and implement principles to further firearm and public safety practices through Department of Defense acquisition of firearms consistent with that law. Not sure what this means, but I am a little concerned that we're getting the military involved in our local our our gun laws. 
help you know help catch shooters by accelerating federal law enforcement's report on ballistics data, accelerate and intensify implementation of the Bipartisan Savers Community Act. That's what put in place you know last summer. Improve federal support for gun violence survivors, victims, and, and survivor families, first responders to gun violence and community act affected by gun violence. I don't have any qualms with that. And then advance congressional efforts to prevent the proliferation of firearms undetectable by metal detectors. This is the 3D printing of firearms and the manufacture, the home manufacturer of firearms. That is what they're going after there. I, I didn't didn't find remember where it is, but in the executive order, but they're they're going after the, the gun dealers. He heard Joe or the gun manufacturers heard Joe Biden say that that's the only industry you can't sue. You can sue just like anything else if they do build a defective product. And there's injury or death resulting of an effective product. They, they can be sued just like if the car, your brakes, they build a car and your brakes don't work. You can sue, you can sue GM and Ford. You can't sue GM and Ford if you are texting and you run and you kill somebody. And that is the, the line that we're here. But now what they're, the way they're going after them is they're going after them for the deceptive marketing practices. They're going to go after their marketing campaigns and, and use that against them. So. Again, I always say they're looking for every way to get our guns. This is another way they're going after our Second Amendment rights. The executive orders, you know, don't go through Congress. He's going to be implementing new rules through the ATF, adding ATF agents, doubling their budget. They're coming for us. Keep paying, bounding this drum. So be diligent. You know, contact your congressman, vote, and We've got to spread the word, spread this podcast to people, let them know what's going on. This executive order is kind of flying under the, the radar for a lot of people, but they're coming after our guns. They are, you know, you saw that there was a story where they were working with hospitals, trying to get the hospitals to get people to sign away their rights to, to have firearms. And that was our FBI. So the administrative state of the United States government is dangerous and we have to watch them and keep them under control. So I appreciate you listening. Share this podcast, listen to it on Fountain, do all those things I talk about and all the other ones, and let's keep up the fight. Thanks and have a good day. Mm-hmm.